ladies and gentlemen. She works hard for the money. And as this is episode 69, I think we all know what that means. For this is a Fred the Iron Productions podcast. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no. Wow, that's come the full circle. Key music. <laughs> I'm a Fulia Kantarmaji. And I'm a Philip Hunting, and welcome to a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yes. Episode 69. Essential yes. 69. Essential 69. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. Um, so there's an, that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> stop that, stop that. Stop, it's silly. Stop, stop that. It's silly. Uh, <laughs> Bigus and dickus. Um, <laughs> Phil! Yes! How have you been? I've been good. I've been travelling everywhere, man. Um, <laughs> I uh, went down to see my sister in the Gippslands. Loveland? Um, the Gippslands. For her birthday, which was on Wednesday. Happy birthday, Bethany! And I came back here and I did some more travelling and did some more things. Yes. Uh, and I'm now getting ready for Kirsten's birthday next Yay! Wednesday. Yay! Kirsty! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Kirsty! Happy birthday! So, yes. So, um, busy man. Busy, yeah. busy, busy. Leading a busy life. Um, so, yeah. Other than that, like, lots of travel at the moment, but other than that, not a lot, if that makes sense. It's like yeah. travel for just stuff. Not yes. like travel for, oh, I did it's a not, big thing. It's not tr- travel for pleasure. It's yeah. Like, well, it yeah. is, but yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not travel for business. Business would be sure, something that where the... It's sort of more of travel to see my sister for my birthday and hang out, uh, which was nice, but it's not noteworthy. Well, it's noteworthy. Oh, yeah, well, you know know what I mean. It's not like you're nothing to write home about. It's just nice. It's just just nice. Well, you had a good time. Yes, that's it. Well, that's the important thing to me, so that's good. Happy to hear. And how about yourselves? Fulia, I'm going to call you Fuji. Oh, yes. (laughs) Which is is fine. (laughs) Um, I've been I've been good. Uh, just been doing the usual sort of working Channel Thirty One. Um, you know, released Collectible Chaos finally. Yes. <laughs> less hiccups than last month. I was gonna say now I went with thirty oh, percent oh. less hiccups. <laughs> now with thirty percent less hiccups. Um, no, I would. I wouldn't say finally. It still came out on the on the day it was meant to. Well, no, technically it didn't. It oh, because it was after midnight. <laughs> Well, okay, fine. I take it back. I take it back. I was trying to help, but it didn't work. We did um, the monthly together. Your monthly, yes. Well, yes, yes, yes. That was fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, I've had beer league hockey. Um, we went to see Batman. Batman. Yes. Yes. Tim Burton's Batman. For me, it was the first time at 
Yeah, your first time. Fulia's yes. first time. Yes. And Fulia has some thoughts that we'll save for yes. something else. I, I think of something else I was going to say we save it for a quicker review. Well, well we, we are, but I was thinking maybe we could do a quicker review, not on the actual movie, but on the night. Sure. Yeah. If oh, we want. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Sure, we'll leave it for that. And then Fully can give maybe a one line of like, <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> These are my thoughts. These are my thoughts. Yes. Um, yeah, apart from that, oh, I did, I, I painted a birthday present for a particular person's birthday that's Ooh. coming up this week and I'll show you people. I Ooh. did a little fan art for a friend Ooh, who plays nice. Sonic Forces. Still a better picture than... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just showing them the picture, the, uh, the painting that I drew, that's cute. Uh, that I painted, I should that say. Tails? No, this is a customizable character that you can make in Sonic Forces. Of course it is. Yes, and this is the character that he made. So I'm like, uh, you know what? For his birthday, I'm going to paint um, his character. His character. That's really nice. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah, and I'm very, I'm very surprised at how well it came out. <laughs> Because it took me a while to, to well, paint that. I'm not, because you're talented. Oh, yeah, thank you. you. Are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also picked up a crochet needle and started crocheting a blanket. Mm, very nice. Crochet. Crochet. Do you play crochet? <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's really been my week. How about nice. you, Kendall? Me. Okay, me. Um, it's my turn. <laughs> yes, so I've had a good week. Um, busy week, very busy week. Uh, let's see, Tuesday, had a lovely afternoon with the wonderful Christina. Hello, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went and saw uh, a movie, which I have a quick review on cool. later. Uh, and then we went and had Boigas because it was International Boiga Day. Boyer. I'm just going to say Boygas because it's fun to say things with an accent. Um, yes, yeah. Uh, so we went to this really cool burger place up in um, South Yarra. I've forgotten the name of it. Something Sam. Yeah, sorry. That one. <laughs> Good promotion. They're not paying us. I don't have to remember the name. That's fine. Um, you guys know how to use Google. Um, <laughs> but it was really, really, really delicious. Um, yeah, did that. And then I've been working and... Well, it's, it's been an expensive week because I had Jarvis service. Oh, my, is Jarvis okay? Jarvis is okay, my beloved vehicle. You need um, an update. He did, he needed an update. So he could actually start in the cold. Uh. Computers. Um, <laughs> computers are like cars now. Or should I say the other way around? Cars are like computers now. So that's that's weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's all good. So that's that's good. And... Yeah, just, I don't know, organizing myself. And then we had a wonderful, wonderful time yesterday. I had, yes. a, I had a great day. Yeah, it was really good. Saturday was awesome. Yes. Um, Celebrating the the the, um, the the finalizing of Wayne's thesis. Yes! <laughs> yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Wayne Stellini has finished his thesis. It is done. It's congratulations. His masters. His masters. Yes. Isn't it? Masters. Yes. Thesis is done. Congratulations. He Wayne. is now on hiatus Yay. until he gets his results. Yes. 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 He's now hibernating. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> He'll come out of his little hole, and if he has his uh, thesis, then we get four more weeks of winter. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, 
Bonks a tiny Wayne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, yeah, it's awesome news. Awesome news. That's about it for me in my week, I think. Awesome. That's all I can think yeah. of. Speaking of great. news. Speaking of news then, and weeks and, and, and stuff. It's time for the nerdy news. <laughs> This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright! Hey. Nerdy news time. Thank you, computer. Thank, thank you, computer. <laughs> um, yes, nerdy news time. We're going to start off with some big DC news. Uh, because it's official. Uh... Battenson is officially a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the hashtag on one article, and and now it's now he's forever. I dub thee forever henceforth Battenson, Um, (laughs) or 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 R Bats, because his nickname his his internet nickname was R Pats. Yeah, it's R Bats. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's happening, people. Uh, Rob Bat. Rob Rob Battenson? No, that doesn't work. Rob Batman. Rob Batman, yes. Um, Robert Pattinson is officially our next Batman. Um, It came down to him and Nicholas Holt for the role. Um, Warner Brothers and Matt Reeves have made their decision and Robert Pattinson will be donning the cape and the cowl come 2021. So I am very happy about it. And I know a lot of people aren't, but I know some people are actually coming around to the idea. So it's nice. I don't mind the idea of Robert Pattinson playing Batman. No problem with that whatsoever. Fabulous. I, however, and if this hasn't been a thing that is already common knowledge, I'm calling that this is the final nail in the coffin for the DCEU. As in, you think it's going to be a bad... No, I think it's going to be fine, but... What do you mean now? The, an okay. EU, an extended universe, as Marvel has oh, shown, s- needs to have consistent ca- actors playing yeah. consistent characters well, playing consistent uh, roles. Yes and no, because Marvel have recast twice, but they did it very early on. Ooh, other, uh, other than Hulk. Uh, Rhodey, War Machine, was played by oh. Terrence Howard in Iron Man 1. That's true. And then Don Cheadle after Iron Man 2 onwards. And the second is Hulk. And yeah, Edward Norton. And, yeah, yeah, you see... The, that one, the, okay, fair enough with War Machine. Yes. Uh, I'll give that. Yes. Um, but I'll say sort of two things on that. One, with Hulk, let's be honest, and I think, Kendall, I think you kind of agree here, those movies, whilst they're seen as, whilst it is seen as the uh, as sort of canon, it really isn't canon. It's really not well, it's part ca- of... It technically, look, it technically is, but nothing that ha- really happened in that movie has affected any of the other movies, mm, apart from mm. the fact that the Hulk exists, yeah. General Ross became Secretary Ross, yeah. and Tony Stark shows up yeah. in that at the end. That's it. Yeah. I, I really can't bring myself to call that... It's canon in the same way that it's the, Star, the Wars, rim. <laughs> Star Wars holiday special was technically canon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's fine. I would say, and War Machine, I think the difference is, while I'll, sit there, while I'll say obviously, okay, yeah, that's a good point, I will say he wasn't, as you say, it was early on, 
and it wasn't like them them replacing Batman is like Marvel replacing Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Oh no, I'm going to disagree with you. Yeah, you think? Because mostly because no one else could play Iron Man. Whereas well, ba- whereas Batman has been played. Batman's more like James Bond for me, anyway. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm saying this as a like in general. <laughs> yes, anyone can play Batman, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you want a continued universe. Especially because he's one of the figureheads. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. If they want a continuing universe in the same vein as Marvel are doing, that's because that's at the end of the day, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying that's to make what, their what own they Marvel. have been trying to do yeah. for four years. Um, because, I mean, you could argue, you know, the, the, the original Batmans, all being different actors, but they weren't trying to build a cohesive universe. Yes, it was all in the Tim Burton sort of universe, but they weren't trying to build a cohesive universe like... Marvel did with MCU. Yeah, yeah, so you're saying, yeah, so this could be, that this is the end of their extended universe as we know it, and probably the shift towards the standalone stuff. I feel so. Okay. Like, love to be proved wrong, but I'd also love DC to get their shit together. Well, I was going to say, can I just, yeah, can I just say, I don't really care if it's in-universe or a separate thing. I just want it to be good. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. I will 100% And I think that should, that should come first. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Um... I love the fact that I just tried to use Marvel to defend DC. I know, I know. So, uh, Wayne, I hope you enjoyed that. (laughs) That was for you. Um, (laughs) Speaking of the DCEU, um, some casting news for The Suicide Squad. Um, Joel Kinnaman will be returning as Rick Flagg um, for the sequel. So he was the military guy that kind of led, uh, you know, he answered directly to, to Waller and was having that, uh, yep. that relationship with the Enchantress yes. uh, in June, Moon. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be back. Um, so that's another exciting thing about that. I'm, awesome. I'm just hoping it's good. But James Gunn's doing it, so yeah. hopes are high. Hopes are high. I'm currently in a Suicide Squad. Are you? Yeah, I'm playing um, a D&D style game. Oh, cool. And our characters at the end of one of the little missions um, got framed for a job. <gasps> for, and we're now in a Suicide Squad style scenario to go... Because there's another guy that doesn't like the character that framed us. And so we were all in jail for for committing supposedly committing this crime. And this other guy comes up to us and says, Look, I don't like this guy either. And I run the prison. I could get you guys out um, if you run an errand for me. And then, yeah, we've got all the little chips in our neck and <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Like suicide squad. Wow. For, for a moment cool. there when you said that you were in a suicide squad, I thought you were going in a really different direction with that. I'm <laughs> like, I was going, what? <laughs> I was like, this is not the time nor place. <laughs> yeah, really much. <laughs> uh, the lifeline number is. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. It's all good. That's, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that's just a little, that's little fun. tidbit. Yeah, nice. There. I love we're, tidbits. We're currently doing a better story than... <laughs> well that's not hard um, <laughs> yes I've redeemed myself um, yay. Yay. <laughs> okay moving on from DC we've got some Marvel news starting with uh, the Black Widow solo film has commenced production um, Scarlett yay. Johansson has been spotted on the set of the film uh, they're filming in I think from memory was Norway or just somewhere Scandinavian-y Ooh. Europe yes 
That's yes. cool. Yes. Um, and the rumor is now that it might actually just be set between the events of Civil War and Infinity War. Oh. So during the two years that they went rogue. Okay. Um, so that opens up the possibility of Chris Evans coming back to play Cap as mm-hmm. well. Whether or not they he will do that, who knows? But um, it might just yeah. be a cameo role. Could be. I mean, I'd be happy with that. He's done yeah. cameos before. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to do it again. <laughs> um, but I'm very excited to see Isn't this he movie. Too old to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> you know that doesn't work. Before that happens, and also spoilers. But it's um, set before, but it's before and it's after, and it's. Oh my god, what if he cameoed? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's okay. a different multiverse. Holy shit. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, just like scanners, my head explodes. Um, <laughs> it's bad. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, really awesome. I was going to say something else and it's gone. Sorry. So, no, that's okay. <laughs> if it comes back to me, I'll bring it back up. Oh, yes, that's it. Um, they actually still have not confirmed yet uh, when Black Widow is being released uh-huh. um, because we've got there are a couple of Marvel films that are coming out next year. Uh, but on Disney's slate, they're just listed as untitled. So, um, but like I've I've said on the podcast before, I think after Far From Home, Spider Man comes out uh, mm-hmm. in well next month now. Shit, it's a month away. Woo! Um, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, after that comes out, that's when they're going to announce what Marvel films are coming up in in uh, Phase Four. So cool. They'll the first first one off the off the the list will have to be Black Widow because they've they've started filming so it's exciting yeah all right speaking of things that need filming and Marvel and all of that stuff uh, the black sheep of the uh, I guess now MCU I don't know but New Mutants Whoa. this is the the long long staying and ever delaying ah. uh, X Men spin off horror thing that they were doing mm-hmm. um, that we had a trailer for two years ago um, yeah so they're doing reshoots um, producer Simon Kinberg said this week uh, while promoting Dark Phoenix that's about to come out because he's directed that um, that yeah they're they've because they've, Disney did announce it's coming out next year finally mm-hmm. but they are doing some reshoots and some pickups before <coughs> excuse me before they like do a final edit of the film and actually, you know, start releasing it. So, okay. yeah, I think that's probably a good idea, but, um, it, it might be worrying. I don't know. Like, cause the movie keeps getting delayed and now they're like, oh, now we're going to do reshoots. So <laughs> not, I don't know. It's a troubled, like I said, it's the black sheep. So I hope it's good. It looked really interesting and intriguing yeah. to mm. me. So, um, yeah, we'll probably get another trailer sometime in the next couple months. Who knows? Okay, Marvel, more Marvel news, more Marvel news. This is just heaps of Marvel stuff today. It's great. Marvelous. Um, marvelous, bloody marvelous. <laughs> Love it. Jessica Jones, uh, we have a release date for the third and final season mm. of the last of the Netflix shows that got cancelled. Um, it will be out on Friday, the 14th of June. Oh. Uh, yeah. All 13 episodes. Uh, the last, there's some. There's some photos online um, from the show and, and a little synopsis has been released, but I'm not going to read that out because, you know, you, I don't really feel it's it's necessary. People are going to watch it anyway. Yeah. Um, it, 
it looks like it's going to be really, really good because they're doing, they're doing based on, and plus spoilers for like the end of season two if you haven't caught up yet. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying them, Phil. You don't have to oh. be curious. I just, yeah. I'm saying that's not, that's why I'm not saying anything because spoilers. Oh, right, cool. Yes, yes. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see how that wraps up. Cool. Cool. All right. I feel, what do I feel? Are we going to be able to get um, Disney Plus here? I don't, think it's, I don't think haven't it's said going to be here just when it first comes out. Yeah. That's so dog. Well, they haven't said either way. It's just a lot of speculation. Like my, yeah. like I've said, my theory is it'll be the Disney Plus content will be on Stan because of the deal that yeah. Stan and Disney Australia yeah. have. So that's yeah, that's my theory. That's what I'm sticking to. But hopefully, it actually does come because I will pay for it. I will pay yeah, an, ex- will. an extra $10 a month to get all of the Disney content. It's so weird because... Especially the- with, like, The Mandalorian coming out first. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Need to watch that. Americans are so used to... Like, like people have sort of... I've heard people in Australia say, why... You know, why, how, why is this so popular? You're paying for TV. You're paying for this. I'm like, yeah, but it's because the Yanks are used to paying for cable. That's their yeah. general, that's their normal thing. Yeah. And this is essentially the same as paying for cable, except you get it anywhere and you don't have to pay as much. Mm. Yeah. So they're paying, like, let's say, you know, 60 bucks a month or whatever it is for basic channels or whatever. Whereas this now lets them have a multitude of stuff for, as I say, like, 10, 20 bucks, depending on how many services you go with. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just a very smart idea, but Australians still struggle with it a little bit because we're like, well, Foxtel. Or just Foxtel is the thorn in our side. Yes, really. the thorn yeah. in our side. But also, we're so used to just having free-to-air yeah. television. Or that too. We haven't really been. Yeah. America yeah. has it, but it's not their staple. It's not their. Again, so many Americans have cable or yeah yeah whatever. oh they have a lot and then they have i think they have a lot more free to air channels just yeah. to begin with anyway i yeah, think so anyway. yes but well yeah i don't know hopefully come november we'll have some hopefully. better news for the australians listening and speak and speaking that's when disney plus launches oh right yes Fair enough. I thought there was something political happening in November. I was going to say, no, we've already had the election. (laughs) Why would I be talking about politics, Phil? We already pooched that. We already screwed that pooch? Yes. Yes, we did. We screwed it big time. And the rest of the world agrees. Anyway, that's enough of that. Um, Moving on to uh, a much more important person. Uh, should have been president of everything. Yeah. Um, Stan Lee, the late great icon, legendary Stan the man. Uh, his final work, superhero kindergarten, uh, <laughs> is being uh, proceeded with in terms of it's going to be an animated series. Mm-hmm. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to voice the kindergarten teacher, which is so funny. Kindergarten cop because All literally, well, it li- yeah. Literally, Stan Lee wrote this. He got the idea, like, he was inspired by Kindergarten. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, but here's... The That's s- Inception. Here's, yeah. Here's <laughs> the synopsis, though. It's really, really cute. Uh, many years ago, Arnold Armstrong, Arnold Schwarzenegger, was just an average gym teacher who acquired incredible superpowers when the Earth passed through the ionic dust left in the wake of a mysterious comet. As a result... <laughs> 
<laughs> As a result, Arnold transformed into Captain Courage, one of the Earth's greatest protectors. Now, Arnold must serve humanity once again by working undercover as a brand new kindergarten teacher whose main task is to train this unique new generation of superpowered five-year-olds secretly. <laughs> I, think wow. it, I think that sounds really cool <laughs> and super cute. I just can imagine that being super cute and it has Stan's purity all over it. Mm. Um, so that's absolutely wonderful. Um, <laughs> so that's being produced at the moment. I don't think there is a release date, um, but yeah, something to look forward to, I think. That is going to be really cool. And the fact that they got Arnold Schwarzenegger to do the voice. Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely wonderful. Okay. <clears throat> and lastly in the news, Harry Potter fans... Get excited, please. Uh, I hope so, because the online community of Harry Potter fans just quietly is, is a bit, you know, a bit uh, cautious of thing, hmm. things that J.K. Rowling seems to announce. I don't like change. <laughs> yeah, we don't like change. No, which is fine. You're entitled to that thought. Um, but she is, J.K. Rowling herself, is releasing four new Harry Potter books online. Whoop, whoop. Excuse me, what? Yeah, excuse me, um, Oh, thank you. The first two books, A Journey Through Charms and Defense Against the Dark Arts and A Journey Through po uh, Potions and Herbology will be released on the 27th of June, which will soon be followed by A Journey Through Divination and Astronomy and A Journey Through Care of Matter. Oh, wow. Okay. Time and Space. I, whoever wrote this article did a bad job with their syntax. Um, so I think the book, the two other books are called A Journey Through Divination and Astronomy and then A Journey Through Care of Magical Creatures. So they're being released not long after the first two. Um, they're going to be e-books. Um, and yeah, I'm guessing they're going to be, I don't know if they're going to be released on like, you know, places where you find your e-books like, you know, Amazon, Amazon and and uh, Audible and all of that stuff, or Audible is audiobooks. Never yeah. mind, Kendall. Um, <laughs> no doubt there'll probably be audiobooks of it because it's Harry yeah. Potter. But yeah, those kinds of places, or she may even they may even be released on Pottermore as well. She does like to release content on Pottermore, mm. but I'm not saying that explicitly. Um, but yeah, no, this is cool because I've one of my favorite things about being a Harry Potter fan when all the books were being released originally was when she did. <clears throat> the Fantastic Beasts and, and the Quidditch Through the Ages books. Uh, yep, yep, yep. When she released those, she did them for charity. I really adored those because um, it's a nice little extra bit of world building um, mm. that she she does. And it kind of because these are like the textbooks that she says that they read, that, in, class. They read in class. So yep. it's like, oh, I'm reading along with the, you know, I'm part of, it makes you feel like you're part of the world. Oh, so yeah. I think it, yeah, I think it's really, really cool that she's uh, putting these out. So yeah, from the 27th of June, Potterheads, get, get ready. Awesome. It's coming. Um, cool. That's the nerdy news. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you guys want to mention before we move on? Um, no. No, I think we've kind of covered everything as yeah. we've gone yeah. through. Fabulous news. Okay, let's do it. That's the news, which means now it's time for the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had. Yeah, I'm, you know, anticipation's a wonderful thing. Um, <laughs> 
Okay, trailer park time, guys. Uh, three trailers today, yes. as, <laughs> as per usual. Yep. Fulia, which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's go top to bottom. We're just top to bottom? Yeah. Alright. Cool. What's our first trailer, then? The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Yeah. Netflix series. Netflix prequel series to the 1982 film mm-hmm. by the Jim Henson Company. Mm. Um, yes. Uh, Philip, yes. what did you think of this trailer? I always prefer live action and puppets to CGI. Yeah, practical I, over yeah, practical effects digi- over, over digital. digital effect. Yeah, again, not like dissing digital effects. No, God probably, no, God but no. But I'd love to see a health, more healthy mixes between them. And to be honest, I watched this and I thought this is actually exactly what I'd like to see more of. For sure, this heavy. Good mix of CGI and um, uh, puppetry and, and, and practical effects. So yeah, it yeah. looked magical. Looks <clears throat> oh, really cool. Gorgeous. Yeah, and I really one thing I really love about Jim Henson um, company movies and mm-hmm. Muppet films is is just the fact that you know just the, the mundane stuff like the way they move and the way yeah. they walk. Like, cause I grew up watching all the Muppets mm. yeah. movies and everything. Like, so it just kind of, I, cause I haven't seen the original Dark Crystal. I need to watch it, but like, just, you know, it just brings you back to a nice nostalgic kind of place just to see. So I, I imagine all the fans of the original film are probably very excited by mm. this trailer. Mm. Um, looked really, really good. Like, and just like, I think you forget, I, I remember going at the start, alright, they're puppets, but then like by the end you're like, you forget, oh my god, they're like, puppets. So you're, you're in, like, this is really well shot, the colours are gorgeous, the world looks so detailed and creative and expansive and mm. just, I'm really, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a really intense kind of story. Um, Back when Warhorse came through and did its uh, stage touring, yes. you have the puppet horse on stage and you're exactly right they were so good at it that there were times i found myself going how the hell did they train a horse to do that or oh no the horse is gonna get hurt or oh the poor horse and i'm like yeah it's a wire wire puppet (laughs) because and it doesn't even look like a horse when you look at it because they've kept all the wire that's not like that yeah skin over it or any stuff no. like that. Oh, I know so, which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, exactly. When you do puppetry well, it, you forget. You're just entranced by the story. Yep. Yeah, 100%. And that's that's the cool thing about practical effects is mm. when they're, they're done right, like, you know, you're mm. still, like, whether it's, you know, uh, like one of my favourite um, artists, practical effects artists of all time is Stan Winston. He did Jurassic Park. Oh, yep. And uh, a bunch of Spielberg stuff and um, the uh, aliens. He helped bring the H.R. Geiger aliens to life in, in those movies. And they're, you know, they're fake, but they're fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, you know, that T Rex running. Oh, yeah, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's just incredible. So, just, yeah, so it's really cool that in, in this age of like CGI and, and, and you know, trying to just. You know, make the next like de-aging everything's like yeah. about the next yeah. big digital thing. Here we have this Netflix series that's a prequel to a film that came out nearly forty years ago. That's using nothing but practical effects and puppets to tell this yeah. story. Yeah, 
That's fucking awesome. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. And it's made the internet excited. Which it has. The reaction has do. been so positive. I was not expecting people to be so receptive of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Fulio, did you have anything you want to add to that? No, not really. No? Are you going to watch it? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I I watched the film like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I wasn't the story for me. Just, just I didn't really um, okay. wasn't really excited about it to be no, honest. No, that's fine. Mind you, like a lot of the pe- a lot of fans that do love it would have grown up with it. I never yeah. I never got to watch it as a child when I was growing well, up. I, so I for me, when I, I watched I watched it as an adult and. <laughs> For me, it didn't really capture my interest. Yeah, okay. That's so, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally fine. I mean, the trailer looked amazing. It's a really nice it's, trailer. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that it's just, there's no humans in it. It's just puppets. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, cool. Which is the real awesome part about that. Uh, but Definitely. yeah, probably not the type of person that would go see it, unfortunately. Mm, no, yeah. that's all right. That's fine. That's fine. But you, you like the trailer. Though, yes. So that's, yes. That's a plus. Yeah. Very nice. Um, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance will be on Netflix on the 30th of August. Yes. Only a couple of more months to give for that Ooh. one. <laughs> Much excite. Um, Phil. Yes. What's the next trailer we got? Next one we have Rambo Last Blood. Yeah. This could be the last time. <laughs> this could be the last time. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No. John no. Farnham? No. No. <laughs> no. no. Anyway. Over the head. Over the head, yes. You know, John the John Farnham for any Australians listening just kept saying he was it was the last yep. time and then he just kept coming back. Oh, well, I knew that. I didn't realise he'd done a song about it. No, he, that was it, the song. I mean, I sang it really badly, but ah. he, he actually, when he did that tour, he wrote a song or, or someone wrote a song for him or he kind of wrote a song the la- called The Last Time, but that's ah. how it goes. There you go. This could be the last time. Could be. Yeah, Maybe so the last time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, that's I like, terrible. I like John. That's I know, my singing's very bad. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Because I like John Farnham too, but I really got annoyed at him for um, doing the whole, you know, oh, this is my final tour and then coming back. It became, that's why I'm saying, yeah, anyway, because now it's like Rambo, you know, just keeps coming back. Um, Why do we need another Rambo movie? Because Sylvester Stallone is just revisiting all his old characters, just kind of, who else is doing this? Isn't he over 60 now? Why is he still doing Rambo films? Harrison Ford. Well, Harrison Ford's trying to kill off all his characters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, Harris, not tangent, but Harrison Ford just said uh, that no one else is playing Indiana Jones. Just oh, him. Yeah. So when he when he passes, which is going to be a fucking terrible day, um, and when he does, he's, yeah, that's it. No more Indiana Jones. He's, uh. he's putting his foot down. But, like, then again, he's not going to be here to stop people. Yeah, and and gonna Hollywood's going to be Hollywood, so I, exactly. I, don't, I don't know. No one's going to sign that contract. It's a nice sentiment, but I, I'd like to ho- hope that they would respect that. Anyway, we're really going off topic. Rambo, Sylvester Stallone is back as John Rambo in this trailer for this movie. Wait, and is that his name? John, John Rambo. Rambo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, why? What, no, what did, it just what did sounds you think? so dumb. It just sounds because uh, I've never seen Rambo. Yeah, so I neither have I. Like, well, I saw. So I've stupid. seen First Blood, which was the first one. So hence. So the, now we got First Blood. Oh no! Don't. There'll be no. <laughs> Tate off Switler on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yes, the original uh, Rambo film. I can't, I've only seen it once, so I can't remember what it was about. And Fulia was asking off air, so here's the uh, synopsis. 
John J. Rambo is a former United States Special Forces soldier who fought in Vietnam and won the Congressional Medal of Honor, but his time in Vietnam still haunts him. As he came to Hope, Washington to visit a friend, he was guided out of town by the Sheriff William Teasel, who insults Rambo, but what Teasel does not know is that his insult angered Rambo to the point where Rambo Ooh. became violent and was arrested. As he was at the county jail being cleaned, he escapes and goes on a rampage through the forest to try to escape from the sheriffs who want to kill him. Then, as Rambo's commanding officer, Colonel Samuel Trotman, tries to save both the sheriff's department and Rambo before the situation gets out of hand. So, it just feels like a lot of testosterone, and I'm just going to back away from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I watched the movie when I was a teenager and didn't fully understand what was happening. It was just like, oh, Sylvester Stallone's shooting people. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is fine. Um, I, didn't, I, did not, I did not understand the, uh, the trailer at all. Yeah, well, it kind of looks... right over my head. Yeah, it kind of... I mean, I, there's definitely a lot of prior knowledge uh, assumed there, and Rambo is huge in the States. It's one yeah. of it's such a I think it's a lot bigger over there than it is here, um, and so it's because I think Auss Aussie audiences like Rocky a lot more if you're talking Sylvester Stallone yeah. stuff. But um, yeah, this kind of you know what it's reminded me of though it reminded me of Logan. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, just the yeah. the color palette and yeah. the you know the old man who's on his last legs. And no, yeah, basically, stand like he's taking his last stand against yeah. the, his oppressors that are out I'm to get him. That's kind of the yeah. That's just kind of the um the vibe that I got. I'm I'm not going to watch this just because I haven't seen any of the others and I don't really have an interest. Yeah, no, in neither. seeing in seeing it. But mm. um, but it was I mean it was an okay trailer. But I can I can see why you would say it would go over your head. No clue. Yeah, great. <laughs> Phil, Phil, do yeah, you have no any? interest no, whatsoever. Great. Um, <laughs> I feel maybe we should have picked one of the other trailers to talk yeah. about. <laughs> no, no, because the thing, if you like it, I've been told time and time again, John Wick is supposed to be an amazing movie and how great it is, how awesome it is. I have no interest in seeing it whatsoever. Well, I, I the only reason I watched the first John Wick is because I was at, um, a friend's house and we were killing time and he was my mate was like mm, you should definitely watch this it's really good and so we sat down and watched it and I was like oh no no it actually it is actually really mm. good um, but, and I appreciate that I'm yeah. sure it is but I still have no desire to watch it oh, which is fine yeah you're not like you know it's 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 not entirely doing anything that hasn't been done in terms of action mm, movies mm. but it but it's you know it's it's my mind numbing Keanu Reeves shooting people <laughs> and Keanu's always great so um, but anyway yeah uh, I guess that's all we really have to say about Rambo mm -hmm. uh, Rambo Last Blood will be out uh, in the US and the UK on the 20th of September cool so probably the same time for Australia so what's our final trailer Kendall final trailer <laughs> is my favourite trailer for the week I think uh it is the upcoming Pixar movie Onward. Yay! Damn it! <laughs> Why are you saying damn it? Oh, it's Phil? just it's a, it's a really good trailer, and, <laughs> and that's a bad Pixar, thing. Yeah, Pixar keep coming out with awesome movies that I don't have time to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's another yeah. animated film to add to it's, my. Yeah, list. It's, yeah, it's going to be another one of those. I've got to see that one and never can get around to seeing it for whatever damn reason. <laughs> well, I still have got to see Wreck It Ralph. I've still got to see um, yeah, Inside Out. Inside uh, Out is really good. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> 
<laughs> you see my dilemma. <laughs> And I'm not allowed to go watch these. I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. I'm not allowed to go see these at the cinema by myself. I'm a 30-year-old white male. It doesn't happen. It looks terrible. No. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. Do what the fuck you want. Yeah. It's, your, it's your life. Just I've, go. Been, I've been to kiddie movies on my own. Yes, because you're a woman. You're allowed to. That's good enough. Oh, I've had looks. I've done it before, <laughs> and the looks you get are horrendous. Oh, come I've on. I've been accosted at the cinemas. Really? Yes, people come up to me and say, what are you doing here? Excuse really? Me. Yes, people think, I'm sorry, you get to a certain age, and my look doesn't help, because for those at home, I'm a little bit overweight, and I'm a little bit, you know, if I don't shave, I look a little bit scruffy. People judge. Yeah, well, because some people are assholes. People just assume I'm at the uh, cinema watching, not watching a kids' movie because or an animated movie. People assume I'm there to get my rocks off or oh, no. the kiddly wings. Well, okay, because, okay, because right. the world is a disgusting, horrendous place. Yes, it is. Can I can I bring up an alternative option? Yes. Uh, have you tried Stan? Well, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag is hashtag not sponsored, but would uh, love to be. Yes, yes. Stan Australia. Um, yes. <laughs> Stan, Stan, Stan helping white males everywhere. <laughs> helping big kids see kid movies yeah, on the, the little screen. Anyway. Onward. Onward, 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 onward. It looks Great. Yes, it does. It yes. looks awesome. I love. I this is see probably my favorite thing about Pixar movies is the fact that they the ideas that they come up with they take you know uh, you know traditional tropes and stereotypes and stories and they turn them on their head put oh, a yeah. new spin on them. Yeah, that's so what they what's what they've done here. They've basically made. Old, ye oldy fantasy world modern. Yeah. yeah. What would happen if we did it today? It's yeah. and I'm I'm a hundred percent in. It's got fucking Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Oh my gosh! And they're playing brothers. <laughs> I am. Yep. Take my money, Disney. Well, they are under Disney anyway, so mm. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's an idea. I could just wait till Tom Holland does an interview, then I can see the movie. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's just wait for him to accidentally Instagram live it, yeah. and, then, and then you're fine. Oh, that's amazing! Oh, the spoiler master. Oh, yes. We we love Tom Holland. We do. We love you, Tom. Um, Fulia, you yes. are the resident Pixar lover yes. here. Animated, lover. And animated in general. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts? You like the movies too. <laughs> she's animated. She's. Yeah, I was going to say, you should show yourself yeah. out. It's okay. No, Fulia, what do you think? I, I'm i actually really intrigued. This is only a teaser trailer, so I'd yeah. like to learn a little bit more about what the story's supposed to For be. For sure. Mm. Because all I know is there's these two brothers that are going out on a little journey, and I want to know what their journey is. Yeah. What what they're doing? Looks yes. like it looks like they're road tripping in like a one one. Van. The older brother is the cool brother, and then the younger brother is the the almost dorky brother. Yeah, I basically. question that. I think it might be the other way around. You reckon? Yeah, I think the older brother's dorky but thinks he's cool. Cool, okay. And yeah, the, other yeah, one's, okay. the other one's just an sort of average Joe. 
Yeah. Well, I suppose if they pick Chris Pratt to, to play that role, then it could be. Mm. That's sure could be either way. Yeah. But it looks it looks like it's a lot of fun. Yes, it does. So I'm very um, very intrigued. Um, yeah. To see it. Yes. I want sure. to know more. Give me the full trailer. Just yes. don't put too many things into the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, we have a bit of a, a while to wait probably before we get a full mm. trailer because this movie's not coming out for a little while. But, mm. Phil, uh, any other thoughts on this one? Oh, yeah, definitely, on? definitely want to see it. Yes. Yeah. Definitely, uh, yeah. yeah. I love that, as you say, this was a version of the trope. Um, it is an interesting idea what would happen if ye once upon a time fantasy was in the modern era yeah um you know what happens when that medieval uh, uh goblins and uh, dungeons and dragons moves forward in time um, yeah yeah exactly so yeah no i really and it's interesting too one thing i always love about these sort of things because i haven't seen this exactly but i've seen sort of similar-esque um that they never see they never seem to think oh it's sort of like cars you know cars yeah. yet uh, are, are these sentient beings yet they're still humanoid humanesque yeah, buildings yeah. well that's, that's kind of what I thought yeah. of too it's oh. like you see the gnome um, doing the lawnmower why does he not have a gnome sized lawnmower <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's also always interesting to me. Yeah, and then like how, you know, they what they do with Wreck-It Ralph, you know, yeah. make a video game world like, you know, like they all the characters are like just regular people doing yeah. doing mm. their thing and they're just going to work. Going to work, exactly. Mm. Like it's yeah, that stuff is so clever and yeah, I mean Pixar does it better than oh, almost yeah. any like this is gonna be best probably best uh uh, animated film at the Oscars in 2021, I imagine. So it's amazing we're saying that we've only seen a teaser trailer. Uh, yeah. Well, Pixar always wins every That's time. It. Every time it's nominated, no one else beats it. They do it. a really good mm. job. But but yeah, they're incredibly, incredibly well uh, talented at mm. Disney and Pixar. Um, Onward will be released in cinemas in the US and the UK, and probably, probably. Mm-hmm. probably words uh, on the 6th of March next year. Yeah, we've got nine months, nine months to go. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. All right. So rolling out, rolling out of the trailer park with all your tumbleweeds and your <laughs> your trailers. Yeah. Um. Cool. We got we got some. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Got your trailers. Just head on out. Woo. <laughs> um. Now it's time for some. Quickie review. Wiki review. Yep. Quickie reviews. Quickie reviews. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal anything. <laughs> you didn't steal anything at all. I was happy that you said it because I like it when you say it. Okay. Great. Um, quickie review time. So, um, Phil, you have seen, and now we have all seen, mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu. Pika Pika. Pika Pika. Yeah. What did you think? So. <laughs> Uh, well, because you, you, you love Pokemon, like I love Pokemon, absolutely yeah. adore Pokemon. I will admit, uh, my knowledge generally ends at the 151. Um, Me too. Me but, too. First gen. Mm. But I still love Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and you may remember, avid listeners may remember, I was not happy with this originally. The trailer. Uh, the when trailers. We about it. Yeah, yeah. The first trailers. No. All the first yeah. Looks. Yeah. I think I remember. I was too, yeah. not happy with the voices. I was not happy with the idea of, you know, why some people could hear them and others couldn't. 
I will say that whilst as an adult <laughs> the premise for me sort of fell a bit a little bit flat just and I'm talking really basically here in the sense of uh, I've sort of seen the story before mm -hmm. for children and again that's this is not me belittling and saying oh it's only a children's film I can see why they did the story the way they did it and a lot of the very stereotypical and very uh, 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 common cliches we used is because this is very much hit marketed for a younger audience. Mm -hmm. Which again, saying it out loud, you go, oh yeah, duh, what's your point? My point is a lot of the stuff that I took issue with originally now make perfect sense. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Um, once you actually see it in its full context, I still would say, you know, if this was a movie made for adults, made for the people who remembered the original Pokemon and all that jazz, mm -hmm. uh, like purely for them, I'd say yes, they missed the mark completely. This is far too cliched. This is far too, we've seen this sort of thing before. Mm -hmm. But seeing as I was like, oh, okay, this really is built for kids. Yes, it's good for adults too. We They've got plenty of stuff for us to enjoy, but... I now understand why they did these certain things. Mm. This is me trying to say all this stuff without putting out spoilers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. You, can, you, you can't really say too much yeah. without spoiling uh, a little bit. I will say, funnily enough, talking about spoilers, I was watching it with my sister and we were the only ones in the uh, cinema and when that happens, my sister and I tend to be a bit of talkers. We talk during the, the, the uh, movie. And I went over and jokingly said, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so. Again, no spoilers. And it turned out to be correct. And my sister turned around and said, oh, thanks for ruining it for me. I was like, I'm sorry if I'm on par with these writers. I'm sorry if I'm in there. Yeah, and well, we talked about this yesterday. Yeah. That's, uh, that is the thing that I, I picked as well. Yeah. yeah, I kind of figured it too. So yeah. I was just like, I wonder. Yeah. yeah. So but for those who have seen it, you know the twist. Yeah, yeah. but for kids, very for, kids, for kids, I imagine it would be pretty mind-blowing. Mind blowing. That's the Darth Vader's Luke's father moment. Pretty yeah. much, for yeah. Kids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what did you think of the Pokemon? How they, how oh, they did, handled the Pokemon? I think there were some parts which were absolutely ridiculous. Um... Uh, Especially like that that forest moment, um, with the Bulbasaur. No, with oh, the, the giant things. Giant things. Okay. Oh. Um, I thought that was just again. It made sense in the law they built, but it just to me just seemed a bit daft and a bit sort of yeah. okay. Why are we here? Why are we doing this? Um, okay. In terms of Pokemon themselves, to be honest. It surprised me because I actually think this movie was a lot darker than they intended it to be. I think there are a lot of scary moments which certain ages of kids... I wouldn't show this to a kid 10 years old or younger. Well, wait, that's why it's PG. Yeah, yeah helps, but, but after saying that, the kids that are starting to, you know, 10 and up or 15 and up are starting to get to a point where the storyline itself is maybe a bit basic. Yeah, yeah. So basically the niche for this, the, like the audience, the target audience is a very narrow kind of age group. Mm. It's a very narrow age group, which is fine. That's, that's correct and that's what they need to do. But I think they just made it a little scary for that age group. Okay, fair um, enough. And I'm taking this um, Kirsten's uh, sister... 
um, went and saw it by herself to sort of see whether her kids could see it. And she said, yeah, uh, my younger two is going to be too scared. They'll have nightmares. Wow. Sort of yeah, I, so, can, I can see that, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, there's just bits in it. Yeah, like, yeah. The yeah. whole thing as a whole piece is okay is if, good, if you're watching it with mum But there are just little snippets which you sort of sit there and go, okay, that's far too scary for yeah. younger children. Was it maybe who haunt- it's aimed for? Was it maybe Haunter's face? Oh my god! Because ha- was, Haunter, because Haunter so freaked sad. me out. Oh, that that's yeah, oh man. I love Haunter. I love Haunter. It wasn't Haunter. Oh, sorry. It was a Gengar. No, it was Gengar. Gengar. It was, sorry, it was Gengar, Gengar not yeah. Haunter. Yeah, Gengar. Yeah, but, Gengar. yeah, but I still saw Haunter. They had a Haunter. I mean, oh, they did. Uh, yeah, it came, it's the same sequence. Oh. It popped up just after. Oh, for okay. A few seconds. I, I was like, it. oh. Um, but you know, um, well, it was things like the ape arms. The, when they got the took the sniff of the stuff and again trying to avoid spoilers but took the sniff of the stuff and got crabby and angry yeah yeah yeah, yeah and that yeah, got yeah. very scary and it was just that because Some of the of it, yeah. darkness of the actual yeah. film yeah there's no problem with animals getting scary and chasing people and rah 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 but the actual darkness of the film itself makes it even scarier it becomes horrific for children yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, this is my sort of take. I could be, I'm not a child psychiatrist. I well, that's just that. what you've taken from it, yeah. so that's all right. Um, but overall and generalness, bloody good film. Yeah, it's fun. It's a very fun film, very, yeah, cliche. Don't go watching it if you're a bloody Pokemon nerd and you're like... And they create a whole new lore. So that was my favourite bit. Yeah. So basically the whole... If, if you know Pokemon, they don't go... They mention other regions, but they create a whole new city and a whole new region simply so they don't have to worry about, oh, well, what's meant to happen here and what's meant to happen Well, yeah, there's there. no, there's no, um... Uh, History. Well, then, yeah, and there's no battles and, and, yeah. tra- and tra- like, training and catching and all that stuff. Yeah. They don't do it in the city. In this yeah. particular city. And that was a cool way to, like, get around the whole, like, we want to have humans and Pokemon interacting together, with each yeah. other. So that's... Uh, yeah, no, it, was this really cool. was, it was really well done, really smart. I yeah. think more game, movies of games need to sort of do that. Take... The instead of trying to take the uh, existing law, yeah, go okay, we have this law and we have these certain rules we have to follow, but we're now going to introduce something completely new, so we're not actually we're not making an origin story of Pokemon, we're making a Pokemon story within the world and creating a new part of that world so that we can get around yeah. not having to worry about Kanto or, yeah, or yeah, yeah, any yeah. of the games yeah. themselves. Yeah, and without like trashing on that kind of pre-established yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, stuff. they hinted at but they never actually had Team Rocket. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, they invented a whole new bad guy for this particular... Yeah, yeah. were you surprised with the bad guy? I was uh, yeah, a little bit surprised. Yeah. Uh, Towards the end... Uh, when he yeah. was revealed. I, I was actually more surprised that one of the guys who was being touted as the bad guy turned out to be a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Was, no, I, that's I, probably a bit spoilerific. Sorry, folks. No, it's okay. But like, um, the, the, they did some really cool Yeah, that... But well, I expected the, the bad guy to be a bad guy. Okay. I also expected the other guy to be a bad guy. Yeah. Don't trust anyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed yeah, it. Though. Yeah, but how about you guys? So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah. Kendall, you're we'll fairly uh, up with Pokemon. Well, up with Pokemon in terms of I know the 151. Yeah. Because like, I was obsessed with it back in the day. In terms of its visuals, what did you think? I really, no, I really liked what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was believable. I liked, you know, going back to the, the Bulbasaur scene mm -hmm. I mentioned. I love that scene. I, it's really nice. And I, I think one of my favorite things that they did in this movie is that they, the Pokemon, yeah, they, when they spoke, they say their name like we, they mm -hmm. do in the series and the movies and stuff, the other, the animated stuff. But in here, they were actually making just regular animal sounds. Yeah. And I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah. Um, and just the way they all kind of looked and moved and it was, the CG was really well done. And, yeah, very and realistic. Very realistic, believable. And Ryan Reynolds made me laugh. Like, this is and this is not a spoiler because there's no context to this, but Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu singing the Pokemon theme song. Yeah. Like, in, oh my God. like, being depressed and singing it, like, really sadly. Pokemon, yeah, I understand the problem that's inside. Oh my God. Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> that was my favorite part in the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, the fact that they were able to make Psyduck a, a Pokemon that I like now. Oh, yes. Because yes. I hated Psyduck in the series. Made Psyduck cool again. Yeah. Psyduck shat me up the wall. Oh, yeah. Psyduck. Yeah. No, in, um, in the movie he was great. But yeah, no, no, fun. Yes. And I... Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I apologize. That's okay. Um, making them real, making them... This guy back, uh, yeah, no, I can't remember. That's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Fulia, how about yourself? What what specifically really tickled your fancy? For this well, movie? I I loved I loved the battle scene, the underground battle scene. Yep, that was a lot of fun. Although I am a little, you know, I was as soon as I saw Gengar, I was just like, oh no, the no, fucking no, no, teeth, no, no. it's oh, the teeth. Wow. Yeah. Teeth, man. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog all yeah. over again. Like, yeah, pretty much. You don't put apart, human teeth yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Apart from, apart from that, I love Charmander. Um, Charmander. I love I love how Pikachu at the end just decides to bring in a Magikarp. Yeah. Versus Charmander. That was right. If you, you just or, if just you give, if you just gives him a kick. If like, you gives him a few minutes. Give it, you just hit him, and then it's he's fine. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he'll evolve. Just evolve. Oh, Gyarados. Garrett, oh, yeah. that was that so was so cool. So I also good. absolutely fucking adored the Mr. Mime scene. <laughs> Mr. Mime was oh, great. Oh my goodness, that Mr. was so Mime. smart. It was very smart, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I really, yeah. So they they did a really good job. I think most most of us were worried that they were going to ruin. Pokemon, but I think they, mm. they nailed the Pokemon. Yes, they did. I was very mm. happy We really with that. enjoyed it, I think. Yes. Excellent. Most Definitely. Most Wonderful. What was your score? I would give it a good. Uh, again, the story for me dropped it down a bit, but again, I, you've got to remember it wasn't for me. Yeah. No, it's it's very much aimed at yeah. kids. Um, but with that in mind, as an adult viewer, I would give this uh, four out of five. Cool. Yeah, cool. It's a nice score. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Well, yeah, yourself. Um, I can't remember when I. I think I. Oh, I think I gave it a three and a half. Yeah, I think I gave it. Oh, like you a guys three and have and a half. We've already done it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monthly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like a three and a half or a four for me. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely in that range. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have another film. Yes. That I saw this Kindle, week. What did you see? What did I see this week? <laughs> I uh got a bit of culture, uh, and I went and saw All Is True. Okay. Now, for if you guys don't remember, this was the uh, Kenneth Branagh directed and starring Shakespeare biopic, essentially. Yes. 
So he's playing Shakespeare um, in his retirement years. Mm-hmm. So oh, nice. after after the the fire at the Globe, yeah. um, and then he never wrote another play, and he basically returned to Stratford upon Avon and. Uh, lived out the remainder of his years with his family which I have visited I know <laughs> I know I'm like I'm gonna say Stratford and she's gonna say she's been there I'm gonna be like oh man I've been I've actually seen the globe as well but I haven't actually gone in it yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. they, they rebuilt the globe they did they um, did after it burnt down yes um thank goodness but um yeah yeah so I I watched th- I watched this it's so it's it stars Kenneth Brenner as Shakespeare he does an amazing job um, but he's, I love, I'll watch him do anything. He's fantastic. Um, and Judy Dench was his, uh, wife. Cool. Um, Anne, I think her name was, yeah, Anne Shakespeare. Um, and she was a, 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 a hot-headed, like, oh. didn't take no shit kind of a lady. Yeah. So perfect for Judy Dench. Yes. Um, yeah, I really, really liked it. Um, and yeah, yeah, so Ian McKellen's also in this. Yes, that's true. Um... And yeah, he he's only in the movie for maybe for for this one scene. There's a one there's a scene with him and and William Shakespeare, and they're they're having this big catch up essentially. And it's it was probably my favorite scene in the whole film. Nice. Um, and it goes for about 10, 15 minutes, and it's just the two of them talking. And nice. but what they're I'm not going to say what they're talking about because yeah. you should you should watch it because it's I'll really watch it's it. really lovely. Um, yeah, and I I didn't realize how much family drama occurred in the man's life. Oh, yeah. Um, And just because, you know, he had two daughters. One was married to a Puritan. Mm. um, The other was, you know, um, was a twin, a twin twin sister of um, Shakespeare's son, Hamnet, not Hamlet, but Hamnet, uh, who who died Mm. um, very young. And, you know, she, she resents her dad because he's come back to Stratford after all these years that the son's been dead and mm. all of a sudden he's like I, I must build a, a, a garden for Hamnet and I'm mourning him and I'm, I, I miss him and I wish he you know mm. you know blah 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 like and so she gets very um, angry with him and some awful things are said and but it's superbly acted and shot and the score is beautiful and yeah just I really really enjoyed it and it was a little sad at the end because like it ends with you know when Shakespeare dies mm. Um, and yeah, no, I just, it, no, it was a beautiful film. So I'd, 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 I'd probably give it four and a half out of five. Nice. Really, really enjoyed it. Nice. I'll yes. definitely have to see it. I would highly recommend. I've just ahead. added it to my list. Hey, <laughs> very good to hear. <laughs> Excellent. All right. That's quickie review. Nice. Done and dusted for another week, which means now, Phil, mm-hmm. it's time. See, I knew that was coming. It, and I, look, it wasn't as bad for you as it was for me. Because oh. I'm sitting right next to him and he just went straight through my head. Oh. Like, my I was ears. trying to, literally was trying to block my ears. And then he saw that and he just, he just blurted it out. I should have, I should have known better and just, because I, I, I did it slowly. So it's my own fault. Anyway, it's popcorn culture time. <laughs> um, popcorn culture. Last week, we asked you guys, what film breaks your heart, but you can't get enough of it? Just can't get enough. I, I just, just can't, can't get, get enough. enough. All right. We probably don't have the rights. <laughs> Let's uh, stop. I'm that was a... actually quite nice. <laughs> no, that was, that was great. That was very nice. For a of people. Yeah. <laughs> Got a place there. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Okay. Yes. So, gut reactions. Yes. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go. Otherwise, I'll forget. Cool. Fabulous. <laughs> Do it. Go for it. <laughs> um, my my film that I, and I've only actually seen this once, but I've seen it recently. So you did get enough of it. No, no. <laughs> I want to see it again. I want to watch oh, it again. Okay, yeah. I got it on Blu-ray, um, and I bought it on Blu-ray before even watching it because I was very interested in seeing it, and it's um, Isle of Dogs. Ah. ah. Yes. Um, it is a very sad film, although it does come, does have a happy ending at the end. Um, but it, there's a lot of moments in that in that film where it just just makes you feel bad for those dogs. Yeah. Because they've been well, they've been abandoned on this island, right? Yeah, exactly. Because apparently they're diseased. Well, yeah. they are, but. <laughs> The, yeah. the, the the city just decided because of that reason they just instead of helping them and giving them to... and giving them a cure yeah. they've just decided you know what cats are king let's just get rid of the dogs cats are king that's damn straight <laughs> cats nope. are king no. <laughs> I know I'm outvoted so. yeah <laughs> so that's that it's it's definitely um, that's my film choice. Nice. Um, in in that sort of regard. Okay. Yeah. Good choice. I, I liked it. I definitely one I expected. To yeah. Hear. I definitely want to go back and watch it again because I think there would have been um, things in that film that I may have missed, <sighs> but it's definitely a sort of a, a feels type yeah. of film. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yes. Nice. Phil. I have three, but they're all in very similar veins, so I feel I can say all three. Go for still it. Be. Um, and they are Gallipoli, All Quiet on the Western Front, and the Anzacs uh, 1980s uh, miniseries. Oh, yeah, okay. right, okay. So, yeah, all three of them, for obvious reasons, have uh, mournful endings. Yeah. Um, so, spoilers ahead. Um, the end of Gallipoli, obviously, uh, for those who have seen it, um, Mel Brooks, Mel Gibson's Mel Brooks, that's appropriate. Uh, <laughs> Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks, that's going to be in space. Um, oh man, Mel Gibson's <laughs> character, Jesus um, at the end is tasked with, um, Running to stop a the um, get get one of the the, the um, generals to say yeah just stop going over the top it's slaughter it's suicide yeah and he goes to one officer uh, the person and they're like oh no I'm not gonna you can't do that um, we're we're succeeding we're winning when obviously they've all been just mowed down wave after wave yeah. Um, and then he has the idea to try to go over this person's head to someone else. Mm. Um, and he gets to that person, and that person goes, okay, call it off. And he's running back to the front line when he hears the whistle blow, and he knows his best mate is about to go over and be killed. Oh, and geez. the final scene is... Because oh, part of also the other thing is these two best mates are actually athlete runners, so yeah. like sprinters. Oh, wow. Um, and so... Um, you see the final scene, it's actually quite iconic. There's kids running back, running, trying to get back to the far line. And we'd had all this music. Oh, God. And then you sort of, you hear the whistle blow and it fades to black and then just cuts in, no music. You just hear foot, running footprint steps and him panting. 
and it sort of fades up on him and then you just hear a rifle crack and freeze frame on him sort of falling mid-fall. Oh, it is so gut-wrenching. That, that would make me cry. Yeah, oh, yeah, my. it is gut-wrenching. Definitely oh, my God. check out Gallipoli if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I, need, I should actually watch that. The other one's all quiet on the Western Front. Either version, there are two made. I can't remember dates and times That's and okay. stuff. But one's in black and white and one's not. Yes. Um, again, the story of that is near the end. Spoilers. But near the end, um, so it's told from the German perspective. Um, and this guy, he's had his mentor. So he, he'd come to the, the Western Front in 1914 and he'd be, or 1915, and he came along all sort of, yay, hurrah for the war, we're going to win for Germany. Rah, rah, rah. By the end, he's um, jaded old soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has, he's sitting there, um, and he and his mentor, who are really good friends, uh, get attacked. And he carries his mentor, like his mentor's wounded, so he picks him up and carries him on his shoulders. Mm. And he's talking al- away to him, just talking. He's like, I've got to keep him awake, keep talking. Gets him to the medic bay, and the guy says, Yeah, this guy's been dead for 10 minutes. So he's just been carrying his dead friend Aww. on his back. You then get to, the uh, thing says, um, November, like essentially, says, says something like November 11, 1918. Uh, yeah. And you see him in a trench and he's, because the other thing is he's, a, he's an artist, he's a drawer before the war. Yeah, right. And he's just sort of sitting there and next thing he knows he sees this bird, a little red robin, and he starts sketching it. And he gets up to sketch it and get shot by a sniper. Oh, and then it goes no. black. And then the thing reads, uh, November 11, 1918, all quiet on the Western Front. Oh, and it's just gut-wrenching. Oh, and then finally, you wanted, you wanted heartbreaking. <laughs> and then yeah, finally, similar that's... scenario in... Um, the miniseries, the difference here is you've had like three or four one-hour episodes to get to know these characters. And just right at the end of the war, right at the end of the battle, um, our main character that we've been watching, who is... He had actually been taken out of the war through injury, but got himself back in because uh, the storyline. Yeah. Uh, he, he wanted to be there for his mate sort of thing. It's very larrikin uh, 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 mateship yep. centric. Um, yeah, he's just finished sort of proposing to a woman that um, he's going to marry and all that sort of stuff, and he goes out for one sort of final push and final battle and, of course, gets shot. Right. Um, and it's horrible. Yes. Um, yeah. But then you go on to follow the rest of his mob as you've sort of been doing for the whole thing. And the really, really heartbreaking thing is when they go back home to Australia and his mother actually starts questioning one of the other soldiers about him because she still can't believe that he's not coming home. Yeah. So she's asking, where is he? And it's like, ah, that's so sad. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. You you wanted answers. Yeah, yeah, we did. Now I'm regretting the question. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> well, thank you. Those were good answers, Phil. Well, that's right. Thank you. I guess that makes it my turn now. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm gonna. I've, I've I've come up with a couple of other answers just because I can't talk about the first one. Yeah. <laughs> because it's still playing in the cinema. Yeah. Um. So no surprises. Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. is, That's my second pick. Is my number one pick <laughs> for this because I've seen it five times <laughs> and I've gone back to it knowing uh, how much I'm going to cry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and those for those people who have seen it, which is probably most people listening, but I'm not going to spoil it just in case. Um, but yeah, something... Something devastating, Is really. Is still in cinemas? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Bethel's and I tried to see it on the weekend and we couldn't. Or maybe down in Gippsland yeah. it might not be playing. Yeah. It's still playing here in Melbourne. Cool, let it know. Sorry, continue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, yeah, it's, um, yeah, something pretty, you know, awful happens. Uh, and, yeah, I'm a blubbering mess. <laughs> uh, yep. So, yeah, I think a lot of I agree. Yeah, a lot of people are, uh, it's tough. But I... But it, I keep going back to it because it, the film as a whole is mm. just so much fun and hilarious and just a dream come true. And and, and, and I even go back for the, the heartbreaking stuff because it's just eloquently written. Mm. It's very poetic and, um, you know, it's it's really cool to be reminded of, like, how much you care about a thing. Yeah. Because ha I'm having such a visceral reaction to it. Yep. Like, it's just... Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just beautiful. Anyway, I could go on and on about yeah, that yeah, movie. Yeah. Feel free to watch my hour and a half video on YouTube talking yeah. about it. Um, but there was an, uh, another one that I thought of, not a film, it's a TV miniseries. Um, came out in 2001. It's The Diary of Anne Frank. Uh, it was an adaptation that starred, mm. starred, yeah, starred Ben Kingsley um, as Otto Frank. Um, and a young actress by the name of Hannah Taylor Gordon, I think her name is. Yeah, Hannah Taylor Gordon. She was Anne, and she was just wonderful. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, she hasn't really done too much acting in terms of lead roles since then. But um, she was. She just. She breaks your heart, and she. She carries. She really carries Anne's just. I don't know spirit. Yeah. Really, really wonderfully. Um, and, but that it's cause I mean, we all know how her story ends yeah. and, and how deeply tragic and, yeah. and avoidable it, it was, but like, I, I, I used to watch it all the time because I loved Anne's diary as a kid and because she was a writer and I'm a writer, I just, yeah. I always kind of resonated with her, her and her dreams and what she wanted to be and she never got to fulfill those dreams and it's just so fucking sad but i and i just really love the way that they handled the holocaust yeah. in this mini series it's done it's it's similar it's similar to Schindler's list but not as it's not as confronting it's still very confronting yeah yeah cuz they don't really hold back once once they're kidnapped and once you see them get admitted into Auschwitz and Bergen-Belsen where Anne died um, they really don't hold back on the, the gritty, mm. um, yeah. but but they um, but they don't really go. It's not as bad as um, yeah. it shouldn't list in the terms of you you're seeing people shot and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that you know all that stuff. Can I just say tiny? There's two things I want to say quickly. First one though is really really interesting. What you just said then. Okay. When they were kidnapped. Did I say kidnapped? You did, and I love it. Oh. 
Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, you said, you know, and when they're kidnapped and then taken to Auschwitz, because, or whatever, because, yeah, it's just interesting to say kidnapped when I most did, people wasn't would even say, thinking. Yeah, most people would say captured. Well, yeah, I meant, but, I, I probably meant, meant, yeah, meant to say captured. That but that insinuates that they are bad guys on the run. Where, like, that's the insinuation, whereas kidnapped really is almost better terminology, isn't it? When they're, they're well, taken, I mean, they taken were, from their rightful home, taken from their... Yeah, or they were forced well, into hiding yeah, and yeah. to, uh, you know... Yeah, that's interesting. Second thing interesting. I want to throw out there just quickly, and mm -hmm. I think you guys already know about this. Mm -hmm. um, check out Historical Roasts, History Roasts, okay. on Netflix. Right. Absolutely hilarious. One of them is the roast of Anne Frank. Oh dear. But they end up just roasting Hitler. Oh, great. Who is played by Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, oh my god. It is so good. Oh my god. It is so good. That, do you know who Gilbert Gottfried is, Fulia? Oh, I probably know the first. Gilbert Gottfried! The voice of Iago from Aladdin. Please, Iago! Oh, wow. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, he sounds like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so much fun. Jaffa! I mean, Jaffa! <laughs> um, I think the only thing I don't like about that series at the moment is they do a lot of... It's meant to be a historical yeah. sort of roast, but they mm -hmm. do a lot of modern... I won't say modern jokes, but I mean like modern references. Yeah. Um, but that, that all aside, it, it's bloody good. Oh, nice. I'll have to check it out. Good mm. recommendation. Yes. Um, yeah. But I, I think... thought we needed that just after our... No, I, no, I appreciate that because, yes, I have no more to add. But um, if you can find that miniseries anywhere, I'd highly recommend yeah, definitely. watching it. I actually have it on VHS. Ooh. Taped off the television wow. <laughs> because it was 2001. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So that's our answers. Yes. Let's go into your responses. Yes. Starting with a Twitter response from Stephen Garstone. Yay. Hey, Steve. Uh, he says Infinity War is the obvious one, right, Mr. Stark? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think it's fair to talk about Infinity War now. Yes. In a year. But yes, the, I, I, you know, as much as I say Endgame's an answer, Infinity War could definitely be an answer as oh, well. Of course. Especially of course. because fucking Spider-Man. Oh. I don't want to go. I don't, feel, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. Oh my God. It's so heartbreaking and gut-wrenching and just watching everyone react to yeah. everyone turning to dust around them yep. yeah. that, in that ending. And then for me, actually, as well, I sh probably should have mentioned this more than Endgame, considering Loki dies yeah. at the start of the movie. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't yeah. mention it. Yeah, and that was... <laughs> I was... Whoa, the first time I saw that, I was like, nope, 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 take... I, nope, I was, not, I was sobbing the first time <laughs> in the cinema. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, and uh, Infinity War, yeah. Yes, definitely. And definitely, yeah. Definitely a good choice, but again, as epic as shit as well. So you're you're gonna go back mm. and watch it. Yes, um, for sure. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Stephen. Our next response comes from my friend Trudy Cox. Trudy. And she says, "Endgame. I've only watched it once, but one can't get enough of the Avengers. It took me until three days before Endgame to watch Infinity War again <laughs> after seeing it at the movies." while in Ireland. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I don't blame you for that because I didn't want to watch, well, then again, I shouldn't say I didn't want to watch Infinity War again. I saw, I did see it like five times in the cinema <laughs> last year. I've seen Endgame five times. I really can't talk. Um, but I, I can understand why, like, 
yeah, I think after you watch it so much, you you need a break. Yep. Because yeah. it can be a, a lot to take in. Like I've I've decided I'm not going to see Endgame. It's emotionally again exhausting. Until it's it is. <laughs> and there were a couple. Of, look, I'm watching Endgame there this time. Like with you know, well, second the second or third time, uh, it took me a whole day to recover. Yeah. Oh wow! I was I was I- I- in grief basically <laughs> i was in mourning yes it was not not healthy <laughs> not, not healthy but that's okay I like all right movies. it's fine thanks trudy thanks trudy thanks trudy rom romers rom romney <laughs> ah romney there yes. 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 Uh, says hook but just because i'll always miss robin Aww. that is sad oh yeah well yeah. i can speak to that because like every time i watch hook now and he's and you know uh peter and and hook have that conversation about and he's like you know you know uh you know he's like well death is the only adventure you have left and he's like death will, mm. you know death is you know a great will be a great adventure or whatever mm-hmm. like and then it, and then at the end of the movie he's like to live to live will be a great adventure and then yes. it's just like knowing what how what happened to robin williams is mm. just yeah. so sad but yeah i don't know and then when rufio dies it's probably oh. sad oh that's Gosh. heartbreaking yeah it is because like peter just missed out on coming to the rescue yeah mm. yeah and it's an incredible movie I really love Hook. Mm-hmm. Special place. Mm. Yep. Good choice. Very good choice, Romney. They were all pirates with guns. There yeah. were very few so guns. They had, they had their guns and, and, and swords. But and there swords. were very few guns fired, if any, in that final battle. <laughs> no, no, no. Just put it out there. No, you're, no, you're <laughs> right. But I think they mostly used um, swords, swords, swords yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. No, good pick, Romney. Thanks, Romney. Thank and... you. And next up, we have... Uh, another friend of mine. Do you want to say it? No. Do you want to say it? Do you want to say it? Just say it. Um, Adam Snell. Hey, Adam. Uh, he says up. Um, and then because we were talking about it at work today, he says, "I can't believe you haven't seen it, Kendall Richardson, <laughs> letting the team down." Yes. To which I posted back as a response a gif of Tony Stark rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just said, I will get around to it eventually. Ups. Haven't yet. It's a beautiful film. Yes. It is, a, it is also very, very emotional. Yes. Everyone says, so sad. says it is. Unpopular I know, I know what happens. <laughs> Unpopular opinion? I think it's a little overrated. <laughs> I just think that it's, it's it's a good movie. It is a good movie, but the way everyone talks about it, and maybe I just watched it too late, but then when did it come out? Like 2009 or yeah. something like that? Yeah, I was still old. Um, 10 years ago. You yeah. know, people, people talk about how emotional it is, and it's like, yeah, it's sad, but I didn't find it heart-rendering, crushingly sad. I just sort of was like, oh. Well, for a, for a kid's film, it's very yeah. sad. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It is, yeah, it is sad for a, for a, a kid's film. Yeah. That's for sure. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's, no, you're allowed to have your opinion. Thanks, Adam. Thank you, Adam. And our final response? Yes. Our final response. Do you want to read it or do you want to? You read it? Go for it. <laughs> is from our lovely co-host, Wayne Stellini. Wayne. <laughs> and his response is... So many wonderful films have moments that not only breaks your heart, but kicks it around a little too. These genre classics are real heartbreakers and have to rank in my top five in order of appearance. Uh, Love Story 1970, the most romantic movie ever made, so you can work out how it ends. 
The Towering Inferno in 1974, uh, Miss Mueller is set up as the most generous, understanding, forgiving and courageous woman ever to grace the screen and then it happens. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag still not over it. I'm not sure about that because I've never seen it. Uh, Superman 1978, the Man of Steel mourns oh, Lois's death. Yeah. This scene, and let's face it, amongst many others, is all about Christopher Reeve, demonstrating why his will always be. Now he will always no, be. Why his will always be. His will always, as in his Superman. If you yeah. read the whole sentence, yeah, yeah it makes sense. He, demonstrating why his will always be the greatest superhero portrayal ever. Yes. The never-ending story, oh. 1984. Our yeah. <laughs> taxes, demise in the swamp of sadness, and Bastion questioning the power of his imagination. Mm. Mm. Oh, our tax. Oh, my God. Philadelphia, 1993. Oh. Andy collapses in court and isn't there to hear the verdict. Gets me every time. That, the end of the movie, the last, I spend like the last 10 minutes of that just bawling my eyes out. Oh. It's so sad. <laughs> it's great though, but it's sad. Postscript. <laughs> I'm going to predict that my dear friend and gracious colleague, Kendall, has elected Avengers Infinity War as one of her top picks. <laughs> but I have to respectfully disagree that Avengers Infinity War alone is a heartbreaker. I'd throw the entire MCU in that oh, category. Jesus, fuck. After all, what better way to describe a franchise that is systematically and relentlessly responsible for the depletion of the fine art that is filmmaking? Heartbreaking oh. indeed. Oh. Hash, hashtag trolling Kendall, hashtag love you Kendall, hashtag it looks like we are both predictable. Yes, agree. <laughs> yes, I am not surprised at any of oh. Wayne's answers. Oh, that was <laughs> fucking brutal. Oof. Just, just, just take a step back there, Mr. Stellini. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Wayne's picks of films. I'll tell you what's heartbreaking. Zack Snyder's attempts at a DCEU. Yeah. Hi. I can take that. Mm. Um, yeah. Superman. Um, I... I, I've seen that movie probably 15 times and just every time that at the end just the way Christopher Reeve reacts to seeing Lois dead in her car and then pulling off the car door and then pulling her out and then just holding her and then just when he just yells with anger in his grief like I just I'm buckets of tears every single time like he just gets me so he, it's like Tom Holland's inspiration apparently um, yeah. is, is that the um, reverse time yes that's the earthquake yeah caused by Lex Luthor uh, and his nuclear nuclear weapons oh, yeah I think they were nuclear weapons or, be, or, or they were missiles of some kind anyway. Somewhere, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I haven't seen Love Story but I imagine it's got a sad ending then mm. and Towering Inferno I've always wanted to watch but it, yeah sounds like that poor Miss Mueller uh, yeah. ha takes a turn for the worse <laughs> um, yeah our, our tax I've, we've talked a lot about never ending story on the podcast recently and oh that fucking scene is just <laughs> Brutal. Um, you guys have anything you want to add to Wayne's answer? No, it's no so I have good. not seen any of the films he has mentioned. Oh, wow. You haven't seen Superman 78 either? Nope. Oh, okay, I'd be curious to know if you. <laughs> your thoughts on Batman 
89 yeah. whether or not you would actually like 78 Superman yeah. and I don't think Wayne is prepared to hear that <laughs> for sure yeah. no. uh, for those of you who aren't aware of this reference please look forward to listening to us in a Fred Watch review coming yes. soon yes <laughs> most definitely um Thank you, everyone, Thank for your you. answers. Yes, they thank were you very some, much. There were some really good answers, really good choices. Yes. What's up next week, guys? Next week's question is something that I am very looking forward to answering. Uh, yay! <laughs> We've gone from highly depressed to highly tasteful. Yes, yeah. let's have a sugar high. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's your go-to sweet treat? Yes. yes. <laughs> Let us know with hashtag tell tell friend. Friend. Yes. yes, so we can find your answers. Yes. All right. Now, what's up with Fred? What's happening, guys? Well, uh, Collectible Chaos is up. Yep. Yes. Brand new episode. I'm counting down my top ten favorite things Very nice. about and Avengers Endgame. Apparently, people are really liking it. People are so liking it. I'm getting good feedback. Get on that. Very, thank you to everyone who has watched it. I yes. really appreciate it. Fulia and I both appreciate it. Had a lot of fun with that. We had so. we had a, so <laughs> much. We had a blast filming it. So it's nice that it's translating well. Yes. Um, I finally fucking released my spoiler review <laughs> for Endgame a whole month late. I apologize. Non-scripted ramblings number 39. Um, it's an hour and a half, guys. The first take was two and a half hours, so just, just be thankful. I, 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 had, I found the time to do it again. Um, but no, I, I had a lot of time filming. Uh, a lot of time? Yeah, I had a lot of time. No, I had a lot of fun filming... Uh, my, my review for that um, I kind of approached it differently to how I've uh, done previous reviews because you know it's a, an important film so it, hence the, the longer runtime. Um, but yeah that's that's that and then you know there's another podcast in the works I don't know if we can announce any of that yet or can we or we can um, the you know thing we did yesterday oh yeah, yeah we can announce that so yeah so um, with our Batman 89. Uh, 89 review will be up in Fred Watch, Fred in, Watch in, in June. June. Yes. yes, later in June. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, and then, of course, the monthly Winifred yes. came out this week, and it was a spoiler cast on Endgame as well. And that was so much fun. <laughs> I loved doing that, and we've been getting good feedback from that as well. Nice. Which nice. is really good. Didn't Wayne say yesterday? I think we had over 100 downloads or something. I don't know. No. Nice. Listen. Listens. Didn't he say? I swear he said that. No. no? Not that many. Oh. No, I know. I know. Um, I'm our Shaun of the Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, was your yeah, Shaun of the Shaun Dead? Of the dead. Oh, okay. I've stolen your listens and put you them have, on my podcast. Yeah, which is fair enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you do that. I'm very excited. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. That's, that's how many awesome. we've gotten. How many? Oh, it's, I see an ad for SoundCloud. 16! Yay! Yay! Well, thank you to all 16 people who have listened. Fucking well done. <laughs> um, we appreciate it. Yes. Fulia, Fulia uh, what else is up with you in, in terms of Fred? I... Well, uh, I mentioned last week I have finished Portal 2. Yes. Yay! <laughs> in foolish PGs in Covenant Gaming. Lovely. Uh, last... Uh, last week I decided to just do something just fun for the hell of it and not think about anything because puzzle games are bloody mindfuck so <laughs> <laughs> so um, I played um, Rocket League just for about 40 minutes you know because 
because Rocket League. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, none of us at Incompetent Gamers could join her. Uh, I'd, <laughs> I'd just gotten home from a four-hour trip, and I was like, ah, sorry, Fuji. It's fine. It's cool. Um, yeah, so that was that. Was that. I'm not sure what I'll play uh, this coming week. Uh, got to figure that out, so... Um, I will, you will, you will find out on Friday, uh, when I live stream. Nice. <laughs> Fabulous. Yes. And similar story to, um, Incompetent Gamers on Tuesday. We are, um, currently, well, I'm currently playing because everyone else again is very busy. <laughs> um, but I'm currently playing through, um, Game Dev Tycoon. Yes. Ooh. Um, which it's is essentially where you have to build a game... Uh, development company make games through and it sort of starts you off in the late mid to late 90s oh sort of thing okay. oh actually no early 90s it would be oh um, wow because you start off with the you know su- uh, the NES yep um, and computers and stuff like that and then go through and the different consoles are released this is very things. meta mm-hmm. it is very meta <laughs> he made he, he made a Fred the Alien Productions company yes the company is called Fred the Alien Productions amazing they're making video games amazing I got to watch one of his streams and I I mentioned to him I was like I wish this was actually us right now that, yeah. <laughs> yeah this that, is back in our studio yeah it's <laughs> very that's very almost like Inception though because it's like it's incompetent gamers from Fred the Alien Productions playing a game where you've made it you, you you've made Fred the Alien Productions making games. making games yep. playing within the wow <laughs> yep, yep. gameception yep. yep i even made a game called game dev tycoon which is about <laughs> which is a uh, a game simulation <laughs> my brain exploded yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks so much um awesome yes that's fun that's cool yes. is that everything uh usual fred watch um written reviews yes. up, on, yes. up on the website yes. you can check those out please do i think that's just about yeah. it yeah i, I think, think that's it. it that's everything that was a podcast called fred remember to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter for future podcasts from fred the alien follow us on our soundcloud or on itunes for Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, www.fredtheproductions.com and follow the link to our red bubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, bags and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unimums Incompetent Gamers and featuring our live stage shows such as Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter and more. I've been Phil Hunting. I've been a Kendall Richardson. And I've been a Fulia Cantaramaggio. And, and you, you just, just experienced a podcast, podcast called Friends. Episode 69. Sexy 69. Sexy 69. Yeah. Sunday. So, 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 so,